0: Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. In this short, I will explain three reasons why man shall not live on bread alone. Our theme verse comes from Matthew chapter 4. In that scene, many are familiar with what Jesus says to the devil during our Lord's temptation in the wilderness. After Jesus fasts 40 days and 40 nights, Satan invites him to command stones to become bread. It is then in Matthew 4-4 that Jesus quotes Deuteronomy 8-3 and says, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The initial comment I will make is that we have to know what we're talking about when we say bread. There is natural bread and then there is spiritual bread. Natural bread is the stuff you buy in the grocery store. Spiritual bread is the Word of God. Remember the context of the scene in Matthew 4. Jesus is being tempted in the wilderness by Satan. The devil wants him to satisfy his natural hunger and use his power to turn stones into bread. Jesus responds to this temptation and the other two temptations in Matthew 4 by relying on spiritual bread, that is, he responds with the Word of God. So when Jesus says, "Man." shall not live on bread alone, he is certainly not suggesting that bread is bad, nor is he suggesting that everyone ought to be fasting all the time. What he is saying is that there is more to life than natural bread, so man shall not live on bread alone. The first point is that man shall not live on bread alone because without the Word of God, we aren't really living. It is readily obvious that our natural bodies need nourishment. We need sunlight, we need sleep, and we need fuel. Good, clean nourishment gives us energy and a elated mood and a body generally free from ailments. We as human beings, however, are more than just physical bodies. We have souls as well as spirits. And what bread provides nourishment for our spirits? The Word of God. Without this spiritual bread, our spirits are wasted, weak, and frail. We walk about blind with a love of darkness and a global ignorance of what the Bible says. Man may therefore have a vibrant physical body that is well nourished with bread, but a cold dead spirit that has never tasted the sweetness of spiritual bread. Yes, our bodies require food, but so do our spirits. God made creation with his word when he said, let there be light. God's word sustains all of creation, and God's word sustains us. Natural bread is only secondary. It is a means by which God sustains life, but the source of life itself is found in God's word. In Matthew Before 4, Jesus was physically starving, but he overflowed with the word of God. This is how he overcame the devil. The word of God was the only weapon he used to defeat the devil. Hence, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. The second point is that as we mature in Christ, our appetite for natural bread fades. When you fast, do you know what happens to the size of your stomach? It shrinks. Do you know what happens to the hormones that nudge you to eat after you've been without food for a while? They actually decrease and level off in your bloodstream so that your hunger fades. The result is that the body actually adjusts to decreased food intake and you are able to function with less and less natural bread. Similarly, in our spiritual Christian lives, as we mature, we consume less natural bread. In turn, we consume more spiritual bread. Our appetite for natural bread wanes while our desire for spiritual bread increases. We desire worldly sustenance less and less and find lack of satisfaction and contentment in worldly nourishment. We find true satisfaction and contentment in God's Word alone. In fact, this waning appetite for natural bread is a mark of genuine sanctification. In this gradual process, things you once thought you could not live without, now you find that after time, you no longer have a desire for them. After 40 days of fasting, the wilderness, Jesus certainly had a biological requirement for natural bread, but his desire for the Word of God was so much stronger that it nourished, satisfied, and sustained him. Truly, the closer we are to God, the more he sustains us, and the less natural supplies suffice. The third point is that without the spiritual bread of the Word, we can never withstand the devil. Beloved, make no mistake, we as human beings are never called to defeat or to rebuke the devil. His ultimate defeat will come at the hands of our Lord. As James 4.7 says, what we are called to do is resist the devil and then he will flee. How do we resist? By being filled with the Word of God so that everything that is in us and so that everything that comes out of us is grounded in God's Word. The truth found in God's Word makes us immune to the devil's lies. The truth found Found in God's Word means we can see right through subtle schemes that seek to pit one part of God's Word against another. The truth found in God's Word tells us that we were made to glorify God, not ourselves. The truth found in God's Word tells us that in life here on earth, we will face temptation, we will face trials, and the more we sincerely labor and bear spiritual fruit, the more satanic attacks will increase. It is only by nourishing ourselves with spiritual bread that we will be able to stand a chance and resist the devil. Truly, man shall not live on bread alone because natural bread only sustains natural life. When man lives on the Word of God, he finds the bread of life that imparts eternal life. That is a life where faithful believers will delight in the Lord and do so forever.